What's up, Kayla? Hi, Samson. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm doing great. Happy Spectacular Sunday. Alrighty. Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. This is awesome. Uh, first co-hosting podcast. Thank you for hosting. You're welcome. Technology. You're very welcome. So uh, let's let's just drop into our heart real quick. A little Trinity breath heart space meditation and then we're gonna deep dive into all things water i even brought my tarot cards if you want pull a card for me and yourself and we're just gonna go on this awesome adventure <laughs> all right so uh if you like close your eyes and just focus on your heart center place your attention your intention and from there, just imagine connecting your heart to the heart of Mother Earth and breathing those energies into your whole body. And then that second breath, we're going to connect our heart to the heart of all of creation, source, soul, creator, God, however we choose to see that and say it, breathing those energies into our entire body. And then that third breath, we're going to merge earth, sky, I, we all into the sacred space of our heart. So grateful. Beautiful. Thank you. That was lovely. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm eternally grateful to be in this here and now moment with you. Uh, what is the best part of your day so far? Best part of my day so far has been uh, visiting my family and spending time with my two nephews. Um, oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, family time is, it's amazing. It's good to like, you know, we need it. It's our roots. Yeah, you know? especially with children and playing and creativity and bringing, bringing out that own inner child in each of us. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. It's so great. Yeah, for... Uh, for me, I, in the inspiration of doing this podcast, I did a water fast for the last like hmm, 34 hours, something like that. And so I just drank water. And so it was, it was pretty hard. Cause like my girlfriend, like, you know, had food and stuff. And I was like, God, oh, it smells so good. And I was like, Nope, I'm deciding and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then, like, Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I drank like and I drank nine of these 32 ounce I just filled up this bottle nine times and just boom and then I was like it's really interesting because it's like okay I'm like giving my the inspiration was all right give like my digestive system a break mm -hmm. you know because sometimes I think it's like geez like it doesn't really get a break like we think about working out all these different muscles like our brain and everything else but it's like well maybe sometimes the best thing to do is not do anything right or take a step yeah. back and uh yeah so it was like all right one day my next one that I want to do is seven days but it's funny I'm like I, I want to embody that water shaman you know yeah how do you feel after your 36 ish hour water I felt I've, I've been feeling like hungry of course but every time I get hungry I just like drink water and like just connect with the water and like just work on pushing all these toxicity and it was weird because 
yesterday was fine. Like I did perfectly good. But then when I woke up this morning, I was just so tired. Like I, I was just like, uh, just like a ghost in the night. And then I just had break fast. <laughs> so I had like a pear, a banana, and then like a bagel with some almond butter. And I was just like, oh my God, my engines. I feel like like my, my turbines, like they're like, <laughs> so now I'm like good to go. Yeah, I'm back online. So it was good, but it was also like, geez, yeah, food is uh food is essential, you know, just like water. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and giving yourself a break is such a great um, gift to give to yourself. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say, I would say, like our culture, we are mostly like the focus is on like doing and like you know processing and creating, but like how do we create anything, you know, really it's by sleeping and resting. And then, you know, there's like the balance, right? The yin and the yang. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we could start, let's, let's start this way. I'll pull a tarot card. Let's get the vibe right. Have, um, oh yeah. What, what have been your experiences with the magic rings? Yeah. So currently I'm using, do you want to explain to everybody what a 10 star ring is before? Because your definitions will be much better than mine. Yes. Okay. So here we go. I got one right here. So this is a tensor ring. So the idea is you get a piece of copper wire, you fold it, and then you uh, chuck it to a drill and you do a right hand spiraling and then it twists. And then the idea is you cut you cut this length of wire to an exact cubit. A cubit is a sacred measure. So it's an exact measure from these sacred energy hotspots all around the globe. And you cut it to this measure and then it starts creating a beneficial field of energies, frequencies, and vibrations. And then what you do is you fuse the, the exact ends onto each other and it creates a field of energy that's neither electric nor magnetic but it's infinitely harmonious for all life forms so this technology it's an ancient technology i mean i there's the museum of natural history here in denver and there's an actual tensor ring on display that's <laughs> like ancient you know it's all rusty and or or like this idea this is like a tensor ring that's been folded in half into a bracelet and so this is called the HECA clasp, and they actually have a HECA clasp on display. So they have a tensor ring and a HECA clasp on display, which is uh, it's really interesting how this tensor ring technology was brought back into creation about 30, 40 years ago. Uh, one of the gentlemen's name was Slim Sperling, and then Bill Reed... Oh, geez, I'm spacing the other guys' names, but there was like a group, there was a tribe initiative and these, this, this ancient tool, this subtle energy quantum device came back into creation here in, here in Colorado, ironically enough. And I moved here to Colorado, figure out, oh, wow, I figured out how to make these. And then, you know, bam, quantum leap to now. So I use these, uh, there's been scientific studies around water. So you, let's say you, you play, so the idea is it creates a column of light within this ring and this column of light structures water. It brings coherency to chaos basically. 
So chaos is just unknown order. So it creates an order to the, you know, discoherency, let's say, but all, all it is is just uh, from my experience is like creating a space of balance basically. And so you place this ring over or near a water source and what happens is the water molecules start to spiral at such a rapid speed that they actually break up into smaller molecules and more of a harmonious flow or crystalline form because water is actually a liquid crystal. And a lot of other things are, some say would matter is actually a, you know, a crystal, like everything, we're, we're living in this crystalline universe. Um, and the idea is it structural, structures these water molecules so that they become more bioavailable. Um, studies have been shown that it can actually bring, let's say we have a GMO seed, right? Let's say it's like a GMO apple or something. You put the tensor ring in contact or the, 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 this tensor field comes into contact with this non-GMO fruit or plant or whatever, it'll actually transform the genetics back to the original like that's just one use. So the cool thing is this is only limited by our imagination and, it does and how we to, choose. And it does that the same thing to water too, correct? It takes it back to its original state when it's bringing the, when it's rearranging the molecules. Yes. And then the cooler thing, or I would say the coolest in the co-creative aspect of it, the artistic expression of it is, you know, you could have this tensor ring and just speak through it to water or to anything and the idea is it then structures you know the vocus the vocalized focus wow i had happy 222 for that. you happy 111 for me so yeah these technologies i that's uh one of the tools that i have on my metaphysical tool belt as a water shaman but um we're going to dive into all things water today was that a good description yeah, that was a great description of it, Tim. Yeah, Thank and then what I purchased was, I believe it was the home set. So it comes with three different tensor rings. So I have one over my water filtration device. And then I have another, um, I have a pitcher of water. So after it's been filtered, I put it into a pitcher and then I have another tensor ring around that. Sweet. Uh, that, and then I have another tensor ring around my glass of water. Um, so yeah. And I've also used, I've also put food inside of the tensor ring. Um, like if I know I'm going to eat certain foods the next day, fruits and vegetables, I'll put those inside the tensor ring and that way overnight it can rearrange the um, particles as you were explaining. And I've done that before as well. So that's been really fun. Oh, that's sweet. What, what have your experiences been so far? Like what have you felt from it? There's my current you know feelings with this is how subtle it is um, and i for me it's subtle in the aspect that i have other devices in my home um, that work with energy fields and stuff so what i'm becoming more aware of is the vibrational frequency if i sit you know like still i feel some of that vibration um so i'm becoming more attuned to it and i will know because of having those sensor rings and those other devices around my home, um, I'm tapping into that frequency more. Whereas before um, it was, it was more difficult for me to tap into it because of 
of the lack of awareness, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, it's like that idea of choice, but you only know, or what is it, the power of choice or the illusion of choice? You only can choose if you know that you have the knowledge to choose. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Accurate. really cool. That's so cool. Because for me, it's it's the same way, like, <clears throat> I feel like now I'm because I'm always in these fields and I'm always like saturated in them that like it's just normal for me like it's just the huge you know yeah. <laughs> like where I'm at and then with my consciousness I can you know direct it in whatever way right I've, I've been really diving deep into um, where our, our like focus is on and interestingly enough with this water fast I was able to feel more like I really was in my body, mm. which, which for a long time, I, I, I was doing everything I could to get out of my body. And so now yeah. this journey of going as deep as I can in, it's, uh, it's really fun. Yeah, it is really fun. And, you know, also I've become a lot much more aware of, um, how I feel in front of screens and how different I feel when I, you know, do not use my computer for the day or spend less time on my phone and how that affects how I feel and tapping into to that because those are things that are present and we, we accept them as, you know, typical ways of life without that awareness or I did not have that awareness prior. Yeah. And, and honestly, from, from what I've been realizing, like stress is something that like builds up and then we have like a response to it, you know? So it's like over time. So even something that's like phones or computers or the TV, I think like sometimes this constant buzz is actually like super detrimental to us if we don't like step back and like reset, you know, drop it, get out of the head and, you know, get into the, the, what is it? The brain and the, and the gut is that the solar plexus and then the heart. I think there's like these three that we get that when we can align them, we're much more able to like flow, you know, instead of like get caught, uh, uh, you know, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. The, the limitations of things, yeah. but I think it's all part of the process. Yeah, it is part of the the practice. Mm -hmm. And practice, you learn new things and you better attune yourself to those things and notice, you know, what works for one person may not work for someone else. So you, for me, I get better at at listening to myself and what, what resonates with me and then following that path forward. Which is honestly like the way to do it you know, cause it's our, it's our experience, you know, and then it's the reflection that comes back and it's, it's exciting. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to move my hand and you just, you just say when, okay. And I'm going to drop my hand. Now. Yes. Okay. Ooh, success. successful ace of worlds yes i'll read it cool this is like my favorite tarot deck it's by uh james wanless it's the voyager tarot ace ace of worlds is awesome shout out paul check that's how i figured Mm -hmm. out about this guy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah okay worldly success means being fully established 
which is symbolized by the solidity and wholeness of material spheres, such as planets, the planets of our solar system being interrelated, symbolize the success of having it all together on the material plane. Now is the time to get it together. Organize, partner, synergize, make sure you acknowledge the success that you are already. Each planet indicates your success in a particular sphere of worldly life, and its double shows how you achieve it. Succeed in your financial affairs, Jupiter, through Jupiterian expansion. In your work, Saturn, through Saturnian discipline and hard effort. In your social relationships, Moon, through your emotional sensitivities and communication, Moon. In your home, Earth, by being at home and taking care of it, Earth. And in your physical health, Sun, by being sun-like, physically active and exercising for greater energy. I love that card. So I like to say success fullness because it's like success is something that comes and go. But if you have successfulness, you know, (laughs) so good. Let's see. Oh, that's a good one. Anger, four of cups. Looks like a bunch Ooh. of shattered cups. So ang- anger is a beautiful emotion. Um, at times we can get, you know, ca- uh, swooped up by this anger, right? And just, ah, and just let it go. But also anger is something that happens when we are about to change or we want something to change or within ourselves, we, can, we have the ability to change something. So we get, ah, this fire. Let's see. So in, in the tarot, in my idea, there are no negative cards, right? There are no problems. There's just opportunities. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful way of phrasing it. Yeah, it's, and, and that's literally it because it's, it's at any moment. Like think about it, life is like a fortune wheel and we can just spin the negative into a positive we want or we can turn the negative into or we can turn the positive into a negative, you know? Yeah, it's all information. And then it's your choice what you do with it, right? Once you know, going back to that paradox of choice or that previous statement that you made, we all have a choice. Totally a paradox. About it. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Okay. Love the pink rose. Oh, wait, no, that's three. Three of cups is love. Four of cups is anger. Emotions are fragile, as are cups. You can break and explode. Your cups are smashed in anger. In your inner conflict, you see red and become enraged like the stormy, muddy river. You are aggressive as you throw your emotions or cups around. You are as defensive as the prickly cactus. Anger is a fall on your way to the mountaintop, but the passion of anger can be converted into positive energy and spur you on to new heights. Let your anger out in non-abusive ways and you will be renewed and transformed. Channel your anger into creativity. It's epic. So good. Beautiful. So fun. So yeah, we all need, uh, or we all use and rely on maps, right? In our world, like how are we going to get places if we don't have maps, especially places we've never been before? And so something as simple as, you know, cards that are archetypes, you know, they give us maps of meaning on our internal and external worlds. And so that's why I love tarot so much. 
It's yeah. interesting. So I was looking at my my friend's deck yesterday, and she has she has a different deck of all the archetypes, and it's ninety six plus cards, and they're all all tarot decks are always very beautiful to me, and um, there's always a lot of meaning because regardless of what you pull, there's it resonates with each person to some extent. Yeah, yeah, that that's it because we all we all can like relate to each other more than what is that saying? We have more in common like with each other than we are, you know, different. Like, of course we're all unique because the universe is a novelty generator, I feel like. And it's like those uniqueness that like, whoa, like we're, we're all creative and empathetic and, you know, connected and loving. And we all kind of need the same things, take out the mm-hmm. kind of, we totally all need the same yeah. thing, water, food, community, mm-hmm. you know, uh, love, like, and all these things are within us. Like it all, I, I have this idea that energy is just communication. Mm. Like it's, it's, that's it. <laughs> it's the yeah. dance. <laughs> so great. <laughs> okay. We're going deep. Um, thank you so much, Kayla Becker. I did not do an introduction. So here's, here's your awesome introduction. Kayla Becker is a infinite divine luminal light being that is the chief learning official what do you like official or officer better both are great both. <laughs> i love it at enlifted that's how we got linked up shout out enlifted awesome team of uh divine beings that are um changing the way we breathe and change the way we speak and then we have the power to change anything we want which is pretty epic I'd say it's a valuable tool because I never was taught in school, hey, you know, the way you communicate to yourself and others is going to determine your successfulness. Yeah, <laughs> very accurate. <laughs> it's wild. Um, so we're going deep into water. So water, water is a liquid crystal. It, um, can, it has an infinite capacity of storage of memory. So some of the, and I'm sure we're now like AI, but I'm sure they have artificial intelligence coexisting with this liquid crystalline technology. I mean, you know, we're talking to each other through this liquid crystalline uh, television. Yeah, yeah. The visions we're speaking are of truth and love, you know, compared to uh, fiction, let's say. There's a lot of fiction out there. Um, And the fact is, is, water is essential for our life 99 percent of every single one of our atoms is is water or the molecules in our body let's say they're water and then we are consisting of it's like 60 to 70 percent depending on our hydration level and i came up with this awareness a couple years ago before i had the water shaman job or the gig the occupation um that the entire world is technically just dehydrated like that's where all of our disease comes from because 1% of dehydration equals to significant um, psychological like disease. And then from there, it's a slippery slope, you know, the rest of your body can kind of go out and water is wild too. Water is actually holding this bioelectric magnetic body together. Like mm-hmm. there's, geez, I, I heard this, uh, I think it was the electric universe. They were saying that within our body, there's like trillions of volts of electricity at all times. 
you know, running through this system. Um, so of course, you know, we're electric and how another idea is memory technically is not stored in our brain. Like we're uh, programmed to believe it's actually stored in this field, which in my mind is this, this field that the, that the water, the water is like this matrix or the, the Indra's web. When you look up in the stars in the night, you see everything like is connected. Mm. Um, it's, it's similar to the mycelium, the, the, the mycelium webs that grow underneath all of the, the forests and foods. It's this connection, this, this uh, network, right? They communicate. Yeah. And, and ironically, we are all communicating with, so it's like that idea, you're not the drop in the ocean, you're the entire ocean in the drop, mm-hmm. shout out Rumi, mm-hmm. to where we are connected to every single person, place, thing, you know, that's like the idea of astral traveling, like, we, we are in this physical body, but most of us have experienced sensations or feelings beyond the physical body. And water is that connection for all life on all levels in i think they're even saying that dark matter in space that they're you know quote unquote dark matter is actually just water throughout was that the all of the space that talked about that or yeah. Was, yeah 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 it's mm-hmm. like what that just like blows your mind and they have water throughout the entire galaxy or ice you know it's like whoa yeah. this is deep <laughs> and water actually has four different phases there's mm-hmm. there's uh dr gerald pollock's work you guys can search dr gerald pollock on youtube and i believe it's the fourth phase of water and so there's the the liquid phase which is you know the one we know of and then there's actually like a plasma type phase which is this fourth phase of water it's in between so there's the liquid solid gas that we normally know of and in between the 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 liquid and the solid there's this plasma it's 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 almost uh you know quantum ghost-like right it's paranormal (laughs) it's it's paramagnetic basically where it's this layer that gets developed to where there's this lizard in South America that they call the Jesus Christ lizard and they run it runs across the water because it has this easy structure which is like let's say okay so a normal water molecule we can see what a water molecule looks like when it falls down in the sky and like a Mm -hmm. snowflake Mm -hmm. and that that idea of this snowflake is this sacred geometry this the the fundamental building blocks of all of creation and water is a a casahedron which is a polyhedron with 20 different faces so that's like the, the the yeah the physical representation of the molecule and uh so what is it yeah polyhedron it has equilateral triangles as faces so they're like triangles that make up this sphere basically and and is that the 20 faces is that in that fourth phase of water or is it in all phases of water that has the 20 faces i'm pretty sure it's in all phases of water but from my understanding what happens is the water molecules like uh they clump up together and that's what creates this let's say fragmented or or disharmonious 
expression, right? Like a, like a shattered glass type looking. Yeah. Because it's, it's not solid and it's not liquid. It's halfway between the two of them. Correct. And if I remember from watching, because I watched the video after we talked the last time and it was like a certain temperature is what creates that fourth phase. Yeah. It's really interesting because me, I'm out there delivering water and stuff and I'm delivering these five gallon jugs. And when the temperature is like 30 to 32 degrees or sometimes even below there's this interesting phenomenon that happens where like the spring water I deliver it's highly monoatomic which means it has just a bunch of minerals and it's been spiraling just by nature right so it's like yeah naturally tensor activated yeah um the the weight of the so normal five just one normal five gallon jug is 47 pounds the weight when I pull them out, when they're like almost frozen, that's the temp. It's like almost frozen. Yep. It, they become lighter. Like they're at least 10 pounds lighter. So they feel like they're 37 pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's one like effect that we can see that happens also. Does that happen when water water becomes structured in general, or is it specific to the fourth phase? Because there was another video I was watching and it talked about when water is structured it tends to have less weight yeah okay yeah so so that's the idea so technically there's structured water all over the planet and you can imagine too with these sacred energy spots around the planet Mm -hmm. let's say like the pyramids in mexico or the the bosnian pyramid in russia that was actually discovered it's this giant mountain and it's actually a pyramid um yeah that that's a cool thing you gotta check out the bosnian pyramid um, they, in Russia, they built this pyramid with the exact same dimensions as this mountain. And they built the pyramid, I believe, out of fiberglass. So it was extremely paramagnetic. So people, mm-hmm. like, they noticed after they built this massive pyramid, I think they took it down, or maybe it's still up. Um, people would go in there and they would have like health problems, you know, like whatever's going on with their body, they would go in there and they would get radical cellular regeneration when mm. they would walk in. Because what happens is like this pyramid that I'm yeah. under or any tensor ring or any um, metaphysical tool, it's yeah. accessing these fields because it's a antenna. And mm. so just like these pyramids or these, these ley lines around the planet they're just antenna zones where it's like higher frequency and the wild thing with this one pyramid that they built they were noticing uh extinct plants that had already been extinct for like hundreds of you know years come back like they were just growing back you know these like oh i thought that no longer was around it's like nope so it's like wow and then the water aquifers in the places became extremely structured which there's this point where it's like let's say normal tap water versus you know the structured water that we have there's this point where it becomes monoatomic or structured where it has ormus in it which is the the it's especially more prominent in like mineral mineral type waters and stuff to where it can look like it can look like a mineral buildup, right? It can be like white. Like at the like bottom calci- of it? Yeah, like calcified mm-hmm. or even at the place where let's say it's coming out like a, like a sprigate or it, let's say you pour it out and it just dries. It looks kind of like salt or something. So yeah. the idea is that that material is actually ormus, which is 
orbitally rearranged elemental molecules or you know superconductors basically and and it's really interesting because you know of course drinking a non-structured water you can imagine i mean our body structures it either way because you know we're that's what we do but also it can it's filled with i mean normal normal city water it's wild like i haven't checked recently but for denver i think it was like 80 to 90 different pharmaceuticals at all times like they just can't get them out yeah which is wild i mean even our municipal water like they treat it and stuff with chloramines and like fluorines and all that stuff and ultimately it's it's there's some places that I've been to just from my experience, like a good spot that I know of, there's this place in Wisconsin, close to the Wisconsin Dells. It's mm. just like this random town and everybody just is like no judgment, but everybody's like slower. Mm. And so I think there's these certain places where there's high toxicity, even up in the mountains and stuff that I'm learning to people have, you know, high, high iron levels. Some of that's coming from the pipes in our, yeah. you know, in our house and stuff, but also some of it's just coming from the water, especially in those places, a lot of mining, all the yeah. tailings and stuff, you know, have contaminated the aquifers. So the wildest thing is spring water, which we have a, an abundance of water on this planet, but the sad part is only 1% of spring water, artesian spring water, which means it's naturally getting pushed out of the earth yeah. is clean and able for us to drink so like the cool thing is is there there's resources for us where we can we can restructure those things run them through uv filters you know like the burke the berkeley filters um uh, what is the other one reverse osmosis that's another one so there's there's many different ways that we can filter it but i think it's coming more into just like microplastics and all these other it's like oh my gosh (laughs) so at times I think it's easier to just take a deep breath and just put one foot in front of the other and do the best we can with what we got, you know? So even if we have some rocks or something that we can stack and put our water next to them, or we have some crystals that we can put on top of our water, or, you know, you get a tensor ring and you put it on top of your water. I feel like that sustained effort over time will give us, you know, an increase in bioavailability of our energy. Well, it also goes back to, you know, the intention that you're putting into all those actions as well. You know, when you have this specific intention with love and kindness and joy and, and, you know, and you're putting that into the water, you're putting that into your actions that, you know, are helping harmonize the water or helping yourself harmonize as an individual, taking out any stress that you're able to and in growing your awareness, there's also something that can be said for that as well. Yeah. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Another, another wild thing that I learned, geez, I think it was, who was it? Uh, Drunvalo Melchizedek. Drunvalo Melchizedek, uh, D-R-U-N-V-A-L-O, Melchizedek, M-E-L-C-H-I-Z-E-D-E-K. He has a bunch of different books. Um, but he has this, uh, this idea and proven by science that the sun, the sun is a liquid. And so like solar flares coming out are just ripples into all of creation. It's like, we, we, there's, there's this flow idea that I've had through, you know, um, 
psychedelic experiences out, out of body experiences where I just feel like everything's connected on mm. so many different vast like levels that our conscious like awareness is this idea that we only see four percent of our physical mm. universe and it's like whoa there's 90 96 percent more stuff out there that we can be open to and you know receive and accept all that we are and dive in and um what was it oh yeah there was this idea that water the water in our body it becomes let's say like when we're in a exuberant and ecstatic mm. and elegant and elegant you know state of being yeah. where the 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 structure of the water in our body is actually you know becoming monoatomic and when we have these peak emotional experiences the idea is planets get created universes mm. get created when because we are the universe so if you can think about it like what creates universes love and yeah. you know joy and like expressing yeah. all that we are and for the longest time like i would always repress like oh, I, I, you know whatever social media like i'm gonna do this post pull this energy into it and then just delete it or whatever right like yeah ah we get so much in our head and the, the more we can dive into these subtle things, something as simple as water, something as simple as breathing, something as simple as writing stuff down, you know, we live in this super texting world. Yeah, we can, well, you know, that 4% um, statement that you made earlier about we exceed 4% of the world and 96% of the world we are not aware of. You know, think about ourselves when we're really emotional about something or we're really worked up about something. All we see is that thing. And you could have somebody talk to you. You could have other stuff happen in your life. And you're, you're somewhat oblivious to it because you're so hyper-focused on this problem or this situation that you have to deal with or, or how you're feeling. If you feel as if someone, you know, attacked you and they're in the wrong. We, we, we focus on that 4% and we miss so much of what's happening around us even if there's love and joy and happiness around us, we can be focused on something else um, with our attention. Yeah. And like, from my experience, I, I have this practice of like being grateful for everything and especially grateful for the stuff that I'm triggered by, or let's say the problems. Right. And when that happens, like, let's say a good example is like, two weeks ago on Friday, I almost flipped one of my water trucks onto a giant propane tank. Like I was, I like was backing down this road and my back tire slid off the road. So I tried to like get back onto the road, but the weight of the water, in my truck just high centered me onto the side of this hill. And so I was like oh, at wow. a 45 degree angle. And you know, part of me is like, Oh my gosh. But at the same time I was like, okay, like I got out of the truck. I just like sat down. I just like started breathing, pulled out my journal. And I was like, well, this, this hat, like I created this in some way for some miraculous, magical reason. I needed to take a break for four hours and wait for the tow guy to come. And, but, but in my mind, I was going through all these different scenarios. Like, ah, oh, I got it. Ah, my entire day is done. And then I finally got to this point where I was like, well, this had to happen. Cause you never know. Maybe I would have been going around this corner and ran into like, you know, yeah. I think the more we're grateful for the things that are the, the monkey wrench in our tires, mm -hmm. then we're like, oh, stop, look around, breathe, assess, 
you know, drop into our, into our body. Cause like you said, yeah. when we're in these, uh, it's, it's your fault. We're like externalizing <laughs> and projecting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which creates, creates more fire, right? Fire plus fire equals more fire. So shout out Kyle Kingsbury. Uh, at some point in our life, we all have the ability to embrace the fires with water. Mm-hmm. Water quote. So yeah, definition of energy. Here we go. The definition of energy, the property of matter and radiation, which is manifest as a capacity to perform work, such as causing motion or the interaction of molecules. I said integral relations, loving self incantations, and H2O is transforming always. So let's say you pour you pour the, the water from wherever your source is. It's transforming always like that's what I'm trying to think of too when I have my when I'm delivering water like instead of focusing on my problems or my next stop or whatever's going on in my life I just drop into the now and just like try to empty myself with compassion and just drop love into every bottle and then it's 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 fun because I'll go back to that place that I delivered to maybe the person was like mad or something like you know complained called in on me then the next time I see them they're like bright and joyful and no i'm not taking like oh it was all me but something as simple as that level of intention like you know what? i'm going to project love into doing the dishes right now or i'm going to project yep. love into whatever this thing we have to do you know yeah. it's that same idea and so uh it's a hydrophilic water water and structured water love hydrophilic surfaces which are water loving surfaces so a good example is clay or um, mm. glass, like a, a, a borosilicate glass. It uh, has the same molecular structure as water. So it, it, it like harmonizes better compared to like an aluminum or- you know, Like and like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plastic even. I mean, even though I deliver most of, most of my water is plastic jugs, we have glass jugs. And even I'm like thinking to myself, like, am I getting, am I getting like plastic particles from drinking out of plastic? But then, you know, rabbit holes, we can get lost. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'll just do the best I can with what I got. Exactly. Um, It's those small steps that you talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And so the wild thing is like from the fourth phase of water that Dr. Gerald Pollack um, and his team of researchers discovered that when water becomes this easy or exclusion zone uh hyper structured it actually changes from h2o to h3o2 which is really wild because if you can imagine then like there's so many different kinds of waters out there there's so many different Mm. kinds of food there's so it's like it's it, it is one thing but there's like so many different levels to this one thing you know yeah and 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 so the idea is that in this exclusion zone that's what they call easy water that's what they call the fourth phase of water the the charge of the water molecules in this zone is a negative charge so there's something with that to where our bodies we can accumulate positive electrons by walking around this highly saturated geomagnetic mm-hmm you know, environment from radio signals, you know, yeah. the antennas, satellites. I mean, we're, we're saturated in a pretty dense electromagnetic fog. Um, 
naturally we are antennas and we're just like mountains mm. because we're scalar generators. So just our resonance of like, let's say joy or love can actually like chop up a chemtrail or, you know, it can like break, you know, it can clear these dense energies. Yeah. And, and so it's that same idea when we get a buildup of too many positive ions, we can actually like become tired or drained or no initiative, like not want to do things. And the simple thing we can do is just go outside, get our bare feet in a place where hopefully they didn't spray some pesticides or something, you know, cause you don't want to step in that. Yeah. Uh, but there's this thing that happens when you're grounded to the earth. I mean, most of us, we wear, we wear, uh, what is it like plastic, not plastic, but we have a layer between our feet. So we're not really in contact with the earth at all times, which is probably one of the causes for our disease, you know, in some certain yeah. ways. Well, it's but, going back to our roots and back to that that essence of who we are, similar to taking water, you know, taking water back to its true essence, taking it from a disordered, chaotic state to an ordered, you know, state where the molecules are functioning in a way that's the most beneficial to harmonize ourselves because of how much water is within our own bodies. You know, 70% of our body's water, 99% of all of our cells is water as well. So it goes back to that grounding, that uh, that principle of going back to our original state, and and that's where you find that true health at. Yeah, yeah, and it, uh, Mark England has the best quote for this because I remember one day I was like, ah, I'm complicated, and then he was like, yeah, uh, comp- it's easy to be complicated, but simpler is you know simple is uh, more effective. Complicated, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That it is. Well, and, yeah. and on that note, you know, Samson, we're 45 minutes into the conversation. So what, you know, where, where would you, where would you like to go next or where would you, how would you like to wrap? Yeah, I, I, I think we're, we're headed right there is the, the wrapping up of uh, at least this part. Again, yeah. I'm eternally grateful. Um, so yeah, so yeah, water you know, um, technically structured water has a, has a more of a negative charge compared to our H2O that we just get out of the tap. It has more of a positive charge Mm -hmm. and there are many different ways we can structure our water, even with something as simple as intention, attention, and just speaking to it, you know? So, uh, do you have any questions or anything? No, you know, well, no, yes. And, uh, all of what you said is um, is so important and it goes back to that idea of being simple. And a lot of times we make things more complicated than what they need to be. And sometimes feeling into how something feels, even if you may not understand it 100%, you know, my understanding of water is growing due to my conversations with you and my own, you know, reading and study. Um, And I know it's important and starting simply with that intention or, you know, is, is a great starting point. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. You know, it's simple, it's easy, and we can just, you know, one foot in front of the other water in our body. It, it's electric, it's electrically charged. So when we're feeling tired, when we're feeling run down, grab that water instead of that energy drink. That's what I'm telling myself and anybody who's listening or coffee or tea or whatever. It's, 
get get at least 24 ounces of water in before we before we want to start grabbing for the stimulants you know yeah yeah because our bodies are made out of water and that's what we need right we're recharging that battery and giving it what it needs to recharge yes oh my gosh i love it well we can conclude with a, a trinity breath dropping into our heart i love i love to do that it's just fun it creates and creates and anchors the space so again just focus our intention our attention on our heart center and from there just imagine connecting our heart to the heart of mother earth taking a deep breath in that second breath we're going to connect our heart to the heart of all of creation source soul creator god however you choose to see that and say it taking a deep breath in And then that third breath, merging earth, the energies of earth and the energies of sky with the energies of you being earth, sky, and I, we all. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being Kayla. Again, I'm eternally grateful. Thank you for co-hosting. Of course. Uh, Eco Elevation. This is the first video. Uh, podcast so I am very grateful more to come and uh, if anybody has any questions from both of us we are both infinite vast deep currency wells of uh, experiential knowledge and love and support for every single being that is here on this planet so happy to be of service and uh, thank you Kayla for all you be the entire universe is a better place because you you are in it so just keep on keeping on. And if you have any questions about water or anything in between, reach out, Water Shaman at your service. I will. Thank you, Samson, so much. Thank you. Bye.